So, yeah, so I got to tell a story. Uh, I, I came into Pittsburgh about a week ago. Uh, I was waiting in line at DeLuca's, that long, gigantic line across the street from you in Pittsburgh, in the Strip District. Uh, I flew in at 9.40. My flight that morning left at 6 a.m., which means I woke up at 2.30 in the morning to take this flight. I'm in line. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to wait in this line anymore. I need some really good coffee. So I did a Google search, and I found uh, Novaria. was right down the street. And um, I, I looked at the photos. And it looked like an amazing place. So I walked down to uh, 1812 uh, Penn, Penn Avenue, and I found you guys. And uh, you guys were started my adventure off in Pittsburgh correctly. So uh, thank you so much for being there. Uh, I know, you know listen, the, the place and the coffee is, is amazing. So thank you very much. Can you introduce yourself and tell us about Novaria Coffee? Absolutely. Uh, first of all, appreciate your visit. And... The kind words that you described the place with. Uh, my name is Ahmad. Uh, I'm from Syria. Um, been to Pits been in Pittsburgh for almost five years. Um, and, and in the whole U.S. been for around seven years. Um, I studied graphic design here in Pittsburgh. And I've done some freelance on and off. But been in coffee for almost a decade now, uh, back in Egypt, in San Francisco, and here in Pittsburgh. Uh, this is me shortly. Um, yeah, I I love it. Um, I I love the place. Uh, the location is perfect. Uh, in my opinion, uh, I've I've drank coffee around Pittsburgh. I'm in Pittsburgh about once or twice a year, and uh, your place really stood out. Um, I walked in. Uh, your barista, who was there on Friday, wa was an amazing fellow, very friendly. Uh, made uh, pulled a really great espresso shot. Made me a really great latte. And uh, yeah, I was just very impressed. Uh, I think uh, so. The the, the the, the things I noticed, and I, I first, uh, the space is amazing. The strip is so historic. I, how did you find that space? I, I, I think it's almost perfect. Oh, thank you. Uh, the, the barista was here. He, he's my brother, and he's the second best guy here. <laughs> of course, the second best. <laughs> In fact, so uh, it's it actually my other brother sent me sent me one day a link back in May. Um, we weren't looking for a space. We didn't, we, I wasn't ready. I didn't have enough money. And he sent me a space, this, this, um, um, list, the, the space listing. And I checked it out on, on the pictures. I was like, Oh my God, this is fantastic location. So I contacted the landlord and set up a place, uh, set up a time to, to come see it. I went with my brother and my dad. We, we took um, a walk around and then we came another time. And then I contacted a good friend of mine from Commonplace, DJ. He's the founder. Um, he came check it with me. He was like, dude, this is the strip. Like, I don't know what you're waiting for. And we, you know, I don't know what to say. I have to say it in English, but I was like a step forward and a step backward. I was really hesitating because I financially I wasn't stable. Um, 
I was I got married in January, which is like four months before checking out for space. But I I I followed my gut. I was like, let's go for it. So I contacted the landlord. I was like, okay, I think we're ready. Let's talk about the lease. And we talked about the lease. We signed it and I got the key third or, or towards the end of May, beginning of June. And ever since, uh, and you know, doing my, my job, I, I, I kept working. I was employed at a coffee shop in the south side. I was working there 6 a.m. to 1 to p.m. and then coming here to the shop, fixing stuff, um, putting on shelves, uh, getting coffee, all for like five, six months, for six months. Um, until I was really drained and then I got the permit, the health department <laughs> permit to open. And I was telling my brother, I, I sat down and on the floor and cried because if that, if that, um, inspector didn't give me the permit, I don't know what to do. I'm out of money. Um, I can't take it anymore, you know, mentally and, and physically. So it worked perfectly. Yeah, I think uh, I'm a small business owner as well. I think we always hit that point. Um, I've sat on, I've sat on the floor in in an empty office, going like, "What am I doing? How am I going to do this?" But uh, I think it's times like that that makes uh, times like right now the opening, and uh, you know, every, every, you appreciate everything else afterwards, which is uh, really amazing. Uh, so, uh, when was the open date? You haven't been open that long, right? Uh, I think you opened in November. November seventh. So it's been. A month and two weeks. Uh, a month and three weeks. Two weeks? What? Yeah. I, I, I know. Time flies. Time flies, my friend. Uh, no, I, I walked in and it felt like you guys had been established for a while. So um, so there are two things that struck me about your place that, that I love. Uh, and as a coffee lover, uh, you notice immediately. Uh, one, the Slayer espresso machine, which um, for anybody who's never seen a Slayer, I'll, I'll put a photo up here. Um, not only is it one of the best espresso machines but uh, in functionality, but in form factor, it is one of the coolest machines ever. And number three, you know, you, the, the word Slayer is pretty cool. So um, why did you decide on a Slayer, using a Slayer machine as opposed to uh, like a La Marzocco or uh, any other other um espresso machine because it's not it works great it looks great it's not cheap though it's okay it's not cheap <laughs> but um here's a secret man don't tell anyone okay um it, it i actually didn't have a lot of choices there was a Lamarzuko uh pb um that was out of my budget so i couldn't get it and uh, a lady named Cherie, the owner of a square cafe here in Pittsburgh. I had a friend that connected me with her. Um, she had the machine and along with other grinders and other coffee equipment. So I went to check it out. I fell in love with it. I was like, this is the perfect piece for this space. There's the colors, it's a copper, it's the, the, the wood, as you said, I think it's walnut wood, the handles and the, the steam wand handle. So we talked and I was like, it's perfect. We had a deal and then like, um, 
it's it's really heavy, man. It's yeah, because you got the you know uh, they're different models, but you got the copper one, and uh, yeah, it looks like it's a beast. It's yeah, it's a V three copper. It, it, so we carried it and placed it, and as soon as it was on the counter, I was like, oh my god, this is it. Like, this is like the, the perfect match for the space. So in another word, I wasn't, I didn't have a lot of choices <laughs> as I was. I had a not not a very low budget, but closer to zero budget. Right. So it just so it just worked out. Yeah, perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm pretty I sure you know I see a Slayer like that. I take a photo of it, and which I think yeah. I pretty which I did, which I'll put up uh, when I put up this video. Um, so the second thing I noticed, uh, you use uh, beans from Stumptown from Portland, Oregon, uh, one of my favorite coffee places uh, in the in. Uh, in the world, when I first discovered Third Wave Coffee, uh, it was Stumptown. I think that really got me into it. Oh, wow. um, yeah, why did you why did you make Stumptown as opposed to say Intelligentsia or you know? And you know, there are a million beans out there, but um, uh, why Stumptown? Well, during the hunt for good coffee, um, you know, I tried. I'm not gonna name the coffee brands I tried, but most of them were good. But Stemtown, I had, I tried it before in, in San Francisco. I loved it. Um, and then when I requested samples here, I was like, oh my God, this is, I don't remember it to be this good, <laughs> but the espresso stood out, man. Even when you do a latte, it's like, oh my God, like you can still taste the espresso. So it wasn't it wasn't an easy choice. Um, I had to do a lot of tasting, a lot of experimenting. So, but but I think I made a really good decision. And my 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 thought behind not going local is that I don't want to get something that you could get next door. If that makes sense. So that's why I went all, all the way to Portland. I love it. Uh, it. I I mean, close to roasting your own beans, you know, it's 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 perfect. So it's uh, it's great. Um, yeah. Do you think you ever start roasting your own beans? And, you know, I, you have plenty of space back there. Uh, everything about opening, a, you know, getting a roasting machine, throwing it in the back somewhere or or, or off site. OK. Absolutely. Small Once steps. I, uh, exactly. Because. Uh, <laughs> Because it's hard to be, you know, the, the manager, the barista, the cleaner, the dishwasher, the graphic designer, the social media. So one thing at a time. Right. Um, so the name Novarium, Novari Coffee Company, uh, what is the origin of the name? Well, I'm from Syria, specifically Damascus. Um, in, in old Damascus, there is the oldest or one of the oldest coffee shops. In, in the city called Nofara, which means a fountain. And my uh, my brother recommended the name, and I was like, it might be hard for Americans to pronounce our R, because it's, it's Nofara. So there was some alteration in the name to fit, and it turned out to be an ancient Italian city, from what I um, uh, found online. That's amazing. It's a great name. It uh, stood out to me immediately. And uh, definitely check out uh, Novarium on uh, Instagram at, uh, at Novaria underscore coffee. Definitely check that out for sure. Um, the, and I, I know it's so, you, uh, you know, you have, the, you have the amazing espresso machine. You do a great coffee, but you're not just limited to that. I know you guys do pour overs. 
And uh, I saw in the corner, you guys have a Kyoto drip, the uh, the yeah. famous Japanese uh, cold brew method that most coffee shops don't invest in. I know I looked into it. I thought about maybe buying, uh, and it looks like a chemistry experiment where you can control the drip and it comes down or curly thing. It looks really cool. Um, but uh, yeah, that is, uh, yeah, why? Why did you decide to go to have the to uh, get the care to drip as well and do pour overs as well as this? Uh, I mean, I, I guess as coffee geeks, we love this stuff. But um, uh, yeah, why did you decide to have those back there as well? Well, I'm here to elevate elevate uh, the coffee experience in Pittsburgh. I'm not saying there's you know not there's no third wave coffee shops here. There's certainly there is, but the the problem is they're not introduced properly. Back in the Bay Area in California, most of the coffee shops you walk in starting to get to the third wave level. Big companies are getting third wave, but here I think it's 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 not. I don't want to be misunderstood. There are great Oh yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, you know, you think of like high end third wave coffee. You think San Francisco, uh, places like Four Barrel and um, exactly. Spyglass, and um, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, for, uh, I think Revival, great coffee. You know, th these are like top notch. I think Pittsburgh, you, you've got an open market. Uh, I, I, you know, I've been to some shops there, but not. Uh, you know, can, can I say they're at the level of San Francisco? Not quite yet. And I love that's what you're exactly. introducing. Exactly. So, so OG and, and pour over and, and, or Kyoto, as you name it, uh, pour over, French press, uh, even have chemicals. It's, it's, it's a different experience. And we try to, to talk to people while we're making their pour over and explain the process because, because first of all, they're paying extra for, for that special, uh, crafted cup of uh, coffee as uh, second of all it's it's when you do it you know a single cup process it brings more flavors out of the beans um and we want to show that to the guests that order order it uh, so we set up that uh the scale we set up the kettle the, the pour over the filter and we were like here's uh we put for example 28 grams of coffee and then we plume and then we pour and then we, so we walk, we walk it through, um, with, with the person who orders it. Even in as a Kyoto, a couple of days ago, I was making a batch and there was a, 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 a lady asking about it. I was like, I'm about to make one. Would you like to watch? I was like, yeah, she got really excited. Uh, I told her, like, I walked her through the steps and I told her, like, I'm still learning because this is my first time uh, working with it. I've had it before, but not, I've, I've never made it work. So, like, we're all learning at the end. Yeah. And I'd like to share that journey with other people. I love it. Yeah. I I mean, that that's why I go, I go for the process. And uh, even, you know, it takes a little longer, but you get a better tasting product. And uh, listen, I'm there for conversation as well. I'm there for to, I'm here to, I'm there to hear stories. And uh, so you get that little extra time. It's it's more of a personal experience for sure. And yeah. then the the end result is, you know, I've made a new friend, 
and I got a really great cup of coffee. So um, that's an experience you don't get at every place, which is uh, yeah. which is amazing. And uh, yeah, I tried to impart on everybody. I was like, I was like listen, hand poured coffee is is the best. I think everyone should drink hand poured coffee if you're going to do you know just a straight up uh, cup of coffee. You're through uh, you know Chemex when you go French press. Um, some places do arrow presses. Uh, and then if you get really hardcore, you get the siphon out, but, uh, that's a little, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a little crazier. And then, yeah, if you're going to do a cold brew, yeah. I, if, if you haven't had one from the, a coyote drip from Novarium, uh, that you should, you should run to 1812 Penn Avenue in the strip district and, uh, and grab that right away. What's, um, what's your background in coffee? Did you, um, did you, did you move to San Francisco and discover it there? Yeah. Or uh, did you, or, or does it, does your history with coffee go even farther back uh, to Syrium? Well, a little further back uh, to Egypt. Egypt. Um, in 2013, my family moved out to Egypt uh, to escape what happened there. And we lived there for around three and a half years. I would say around a year I worked in coffee. There wasn't any specialty coffee, but just coffee. And when I moved to, to the Bay Area, we, uh, since I think month three for me in the US, I worked for Blue Bottle. I started in San Francisco and moved to Oakland and I got promoted to be a lead barista. And, and that moved to the, to the roastery location and, and where the roastery is, where the office is, the kitchen. It, it made me gain so much knowledge and experience working among green buyers, one of the top uh, green buyers in the country, roasters, very experienced roasters, cuppers, even James Freeman, the founder, was uh, almost every week he comes to the cupping room and tastes some coffee. Um, when when these people learn how how I'm interested in coffee and how I'm eager to learn more, they were invited inviting me each time they have a special cupping or because like we were in the cafe outside and they were in, inside in the in the roasting facility. So they were invite they would invite me to do a cupping and I would go try the coffee, hear what they have to say about it. Um I got the chance to, you know to have a tour about the roasting, how the roasting works. Um and, and eventually I was giving cupping classes for public at Blue Bottle. So and that also gave me more more in depth about how how coffee should taste, how coffee, um, how to to extract the perfect cup of coffee and the perfect shot of espresso. Uh, from there, when I moved, I worked for Blue Bottle for around two and a half years, and then when we moved to Pittsburgh because the Bay Area was so hard to live in. It's expensive. It's it's expensive. It's, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it, like basically, if you don't work for Google or Facebook, yeah, it's very hard to it's very hard to live there. Exactly. So when we moved to Pittsburgh, I worked for a couple of uh, coffee shops, uh, including Commonplace, Carnegie Coffee Company, Delaney's, um, and eventually at Novari. That's that's amazing. Uh, I mean, I think you guys are 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 already a force 
in the Pittsburgh coffee community, and uh, you're going to be even more so. I, I've already told friends to stop by, so I'm, I'm sending all Thank my you. friends in the area over. And um, one thing I really love about your space is, uh, you know, you, you have the you have the great space, exposed brick, the Slayer espresso machine, the Kato drip. Uh, you also have that roll-up window, though, out under the strip, which I think is a pretty unique feature. And um, it's kind of a window between uh, your place and 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 the strip district in Pittsburgh. So people walk by and look in and uh you know, I, I guess they can even be served out the window if they want to. But um yeah, it's a really it's a pretty cool feature, which I'm gonna put a photo up here when I put the video up. Um but yeah, I guess I'm I'm I guess you saw that. I was like, all right, this is cool. This is pretty cool. Yeah, it was also one of the uh, yeah, as you said, the best features when we checked the space, it, it attracted us. Because during the summer or during when there is a game and, and I think you know how this trip gets packed when there is a game. Yeah. So people, even when I was doing like working and cleaning or setting up shelves and have the window off, people would be like peeking. It's like, oh, what's going to get here? They got a new coffee shop and they'd get excited or they'd go, there are plenty of coffee shops around you. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, they're not uh, they're not Navaria though. I'm going to tell you that much. Yeah, there. You know, I looked. There were a couple of shops, but none of them. Uh, yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm glad I stopped at yours, for sure. And uh, so, so I mean, with that in mind, how's there, how's it been going so far? You've been open, uh, you know, about six weeks. How's the reception been? Um, how is everything going so far? Well, better than anticipated. Okay. Uh, great neighborhoods. People are lovely. Very supportive. Um, I've got friends, you know, driving in from other parts of the city just to come and support. Uh, much appreciation. Especially in the strip, people are, you know, as as they say, going over. How do you, how do you say? How do you say it? Uh, over the mile or, or walk extra mile? Yeah, just to go to Navarro. Uh, Exactly, and, and, and they've been really supportive, and from here, I'd say I really appreciate all of them. That's amazing, and I so I noticed uh, you're open uh, every day. I think you open at seven a.m. and you go you go pretty late. I think six p.m. Uh, mm -hmm. every day. Uh, that's that's a lot. So, uh, you know, most places would maybe take one day off somewhere in the in maybe midweek. Um, I but uh, yeah you. You've gone and every day is that's pretty hardcore, my friend. But I know you. <laughs> but I, I, you know, the, there's a term, you know, uh, you know, coffee, you know, coffee never sleeps, right? So. Yeah, um, and we don't sleep. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, and for for good reason because you got really good coffee. So. <laughs> thank you. That's that's a good. One. Which is I amazing. Mean, for, thank you. Um, the chase a dream is not easy. And I figured that out when I got, especially when we opened before, you know, like I might for a day or two, I might not come to the shop. But when, when I opened, I'm like, I'm here every day. I remember only taking one day off in the past six, seven weeks. And that was to drive my mother-in-law to Ohio back and forth in one day. And that's the only one day I got off. Even my brother here. We, because we love coffee. We love people. Um, and we love the space. 
and we love work. Like for us to be to be a man is to 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 work and to provide and to stand up for hardships and difficulties. So seven days a week, three hundred sixty-five days, <laughs> three hundred sixty-seven days a year. Yeah. Uh, we open Thanksgiving. We're going to be open Christmas. We're going to be open and New Year's. I, I love that. I absolutely love that. And I, I totally agree with you. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I've always been the philosophy, uh, you know, while everyone else is sleeping or partying, we're still working. That's how you get ahead. Right. So I love it. Exactly. So Navaria, I know you just opened, but what's your ultimate goal for Navaria? Uh, you know, do, do you look, are you looking to maybe one day expand into uh, multiple locations in Pittsburgh? Uh, I know you mentioned, you know, one day roasting beans, and I know it's one step at a time, but your ultimate goal, uh, what is that for Navaria Coffee Company? Well, the ultimate goal, as you said, is, is definitely to expand. It's, it's The name of it is Novaria Coffee Company, and the reason it's not coffee shop, because it's not going to be only a coffee shop. It's going to be a roastery it's going to be a multi-location company. Um, it's going to be a place where, you know, community could gather, um, a place, a safe, a safe space for everyone where you could talk. We try to avoid religion and politics. Other than that, you could talk about anything else. Um, we could agree to disagree. We could disagree to agree. <laughs> Name it as you wish, but this is a safe thing. I love everyone. it. And, and dogs, cats, yes. turtles. <laughs> and I think the one thing we can agree on is, uh, you know, you, you guys serve great coffee. So I'm, I'm definitely going to agree with Thank that. Um, definitely, if you're anywhere near Pittsburgh, uh, go to 1812 Penn Avenue. Uh, you know, I think everybody, everybody visits a strip. So if you're looking for an amazing cup of coffee in the strip district in Pittsburgh, uh, definitely stop in Navario. Uh, I mean, you guys have me as a fan for life. I'll, I'll be there every time I'm in Pittsburgh uh, to say hi to you and your brother. And um, I'm looking forward to uh, your great future. But uh, you guys are you guys are killing it over there in Novarium. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, uh, thank you so much for uh, for for reaching out and uh, yeah for telling me your story for sure. Thank you so much, Ming, for having me. And again, um, we didn't meet in person, but hopefully next time we're in Pittsburgh, we definitely need to grab a cup of coffee. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm gonna yeah, we're we're doing everything. Yeah, layout everything. We'll have the yeah the Chemex, the Kato drip, espresso drinks, Absolutely. cortados. Uh, yeah, everything for sure. So uh, I, I'm looking for I, yes. I know a great coffee shop that opened in the strip district <laughs> recently. So, so, so I've heard. So I've heard. <laughs> I've heard of this place. And uh, definitely check them out uh, at Navaria underscore coffee on Instagram. And then if you go there, leave them a great Google review like I did. I left you a five-star review on Friday. So, um, Appreciate yeah, Appreciate of course. Yeah, Ahmad, thank you so much. Uh, much great luck to you in the future. Thank you very much, Mango. We'll see you very soon. <laughs>